0: Hey there, I'm Des Trainer, the co-founder of Intercom, and you're listening to Intercom on Marketing. Chapter 4 Getting Word of Mouth for Your Startup Looking back, I would say the vast majority of Intercom's growth can be attributed to word of mouth. Whether it was tweeting a blog post we had written or giving us a shout out at a conference, people took it upon themselves to tell one another about our product. In the very early days, you'll be grateful for any word of mouth you can get. In fact, you can be so grateful that you don't really care how people are talking about your product so long as they are. I remember a discussion on Twitter from the early days where people were calling us the best issue tracker they'd ever seen. I remember thinking, no, that's not it. They are pitching our product in a completely wrong way. There's a misconception that word of mouth is this mystical force that's entirely out of your control. I mean, sure, you can't control what words come out of whose mouths, but you can encourage people to say the right words. If people are saying, I don't know how to describe your product, or they're referring to you incorrectly, it's on you to tell them the best way to explain it. Have an opinion about what people are saying about you, because if you stand for nothing, you'll fall for anything. There are hundreds, if not thousands, of strategies for acquiring new customers, but word of mouth is probably the most powerful way of getting them. Think about it like this. You're much more likely to try an app that a friend tells you about over coffee than one you see in a Google search ad. Word of mouth is your first traffic source But it's hard to put a price on its value. In a world where marketers are used to demanding proof before they spend a penny on anything, word of mouth offers little comfort to startups who are looking for a channel that's easily measurable. Word of mouth is unpredictable, but you can do your bit to encourage it. That starts with making sure the same words are coming out of lots of different mouths. There's a famous story called The Blind Men and the Elephant. It's about a group of blind men, obviously, who encounter an elephant for the very first time and they must conceptualize what it is only through their sense of touch. Each blind man would touch a different part of the animal. One would touch the belly, one the trunk, another the tusk. And each learns different things. As you can imagine, this elephant might struggle to get word of mouth because there's too many conflicting ideas about what it actually is. Its messaging is confused. The elephant in this case is, of course, your product. As your product expands, the number of things that it can and will be used for will grow. Great messaging has five distinct attributes. Great messaging is simple. It's easily understood by current and prospective customers. Great messaging is compelling. It describes something that is interesting or desirable to them. Great messaging is specific. It captures exactly what your product does rather than an overly abstract statement of it. Great messaging is differentiated. It includes something that makes it unique amongst its peers. And finally, great messaging is defensible. It shouldn't be easy for your competitor to adopt or simply copy your messaging. Your messaging has to be simple, compelling, specific, Differentiated and defensible. Without clear messaging about what your product does, you let everyone make up their own mind and thus make up their own messaging. And that's exactly how you end up with six people all failing to describe an elephant. This has been Intercom on Marketing.